Hello, this is Bob. And this is Jordan. And this is Shop Talks. We're here, hanging out, shooting shit, tattoo shit. Again. <laughs> a little bit of a break, my fault, last week. I was a little, little out of sorts last week, so. It is what it is. Yeah, I didn't let you know either, I'm sorry. I kind of dropped off the map for a minute. It's all right. No worries about it. Stuff happens. Now, I was also worried about you getting back to work. I don't want to interfere with your work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I so that. I mean, it's been it's been good. It's been hectic. It's been, it's been yeah, good. and I need to. We need to. After we're done here, we need to schedule. Okay. Sometimes so a, a couple hours. Set yeah, up. get either my chest or my back started. Okay. Autumn really doesn't want me to do my back, but. Eh. Yeah. yeah. It's not your face. <laughs> it's not my face. Not my neck. Not my hands. There you go. <laughs> yep. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. So, uh, lots going on in the world today. This week, this month, um, I thought maybe we would be limited to talking about the lady with the dog in the park. I don't even know anything. I don't even know what you're talking about. I've been trying to not pay attention. Okay, no, yeah. I appreciate that. Not that that's great for like, if I get I get on here and have a conversation, like, what are we gonna talk about, Bob? I don't know. I haven't been fucking paying attention to shit. Why don't we talk about fucking shoe design? Like, just something completely unrelated to anything. We can talk, about, we can talk about shoe design. I know nothing about it, but. but no, dude, tell me about this lady and the dog in the park. All I right, don't even so know what's going on. So. The story the media presented was of a lady with a mask on um, walking like a, her dog in a park. Like a mask? A mask. Like a... Like a, like a cloth mask, an M M95, an N95 mask. An N95 Something, you know, mask. obviously somebody's getting them somewhere. I can't find any fucking other things, but anyway. Um, you want one? I've got one in the back. I don't wear it. You can have it. <laughs> well, that's appreciate it. I don't fucking wear it. You're, you're welcome to it. She had, well, it was one of those masks. If you go to the doctor, they gave you a mask, right? They mm -hmm. want you to wear their masks. So. Sure. Anyway, I got one of the, the floor of my car. But um, So she had a dog off the leash. In the part of the park, you're not allowed to have your dog off the leash. Yeah. So a gentleman was coaxing her dog. Coaxing, and telling her, was trying to get her, her dog to come to him. Mm -hmm. And um, she said, he said, she said, you know, he's not going to come to you. He goes, oh, yeah, he will. And then she grabs her. So he's filming her, right? And she grabs her. She grabs the dog, starts with him. I mean, she's pretty rough with the dog. It's obvious to in my mind, it's obvious she's afraid. Sure. For whatever reason. And the man happens to be. Because she thinks that he's going to, like, slip her dogs the fucking Coronas. And then her dog's well, going to give her a kiss later. Maybe. Um, he, but he was black. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And she, she said, you're you're trying to kill me. You're threatening to kill me and my dog. And, huh? and she goes, I'm going to call the police. I'm going to tell them you're threatening to kill me and my dog. And he said, tell them whatever you want to tell them. I just want you to put your dog on your leash. Okay? Mm -hmm. So she gets on her phone and she calls the police and says... There's an African-American man. He's harassing me and my dog. Now, while she's doing this, she's holding her dog down. And the dog's freaking out. Okay? So... Because she doesn't have a fucking leash on it. She's got to, like, hold it to the ground I or think, something? Well, or? I think what she did is she let the leash go. The dog was on the leash. I think the dog was running. Oh, okay. The, the dog was on a leash. She just didn't have a hold of it. Right, right. I do that all the time when there's a dog on a leash law. I'll be like, no, it's on the leash. Yeah. Oh, he got away from me. Yeah, no, uh, he's it, on the leash. The leash is just over there. It yeah. doesn't say the dog's on the leash and you got to hold it. It right. just says you have to have your dog on the leash. So, <laughs> um, so 
the news presented her as a racist woman accusing a black man being a Karen. That was the word, the key phrase, laser, called her a Karen. Sure. Okay. Well, there was another video that Sounds like they both up. need to mind their own fucking business, in my opinion. What? Sounds like they both need to shut the fuck exactly. up. Exactly. Exactly. That hey, was my point. Hey, you, man, why don't you stop talking to that woman about her dog? If it bothers you that it's off a leash, why don't you fucking fuck off and go somewhere else? Call the police. No, just go away. Yeah. Just go away. Just go away if it bothers you that that dog's off a leash. Just walk 15 right. feet away. Well, here's... So, it Did it really, bite you? Did it eat your foot? Well, shut the me, fuck up. To me, it, they called her a Karen. Everybody's like, Karen, Karen, Karen. Karen, they both Karen, sound Karen, like Karen, fucking Karen. Karens to me. Okay, so he posted on Facebook. This went viral from Facebook, okay? So he posted what happened. He wrote out what happened. And then he posted the video, okay? So he posted what happened before he started the video, okay? okay. He said, I'm in the park. And maybe this wasn't the video, but he says, I'm in the park watching. I'm, I'm bird watching. Uh -huh. And this woman comes in and comes over with her dog off the leash. Bird watching. Bird watching, yes. So, um, so he said, I, I came prepared though, I had dog treats. Came prepared for what? He came prepared for somebody to he come came over prepared, with a dog without a law on He the came leash. prepared to be a fucking he cunt, came, is exactly, what he came, He came prepared to be exactly. a fucking cunt. Exactly. Yeah. So, and my wife and I discussed this quite heavily as well. And she was like, well, you know, he's, he's just being prepared for, yeah. you know, I'm like, yeah, he's being prepared because people are there. Well, she says, well, they shouldn't have the dog without the leash. That's not the point. He's actually interfering in something that he has no business in. Yeah. Mind if your own he's business. Bothered by that, mind your own business or call the police That's or the what park I, rangers. I fucking have people tell me that shit because I'll take my dog to the park all the time. I don't give a fuck if it's an off-leash park. I'll take my dog wherever the fuck I want without a leash. If he gets run over by a car, that's my fault. If he harasses you, yeah, he doesn't do that. He's super friendly. But the point is, like, if you, don't, if you don't like it, tough dog shit. Don't go to the fucking park. I don't care. That's the thing. You're at a park, motherfucker. There's a public space, a park, where dogs and people play. Yeah. And if you're not there to enjoy your time and play and to be carefree, then fuck off. Yeah. Fuck off somewhere else that's not a fucking dog park, right? Or just fuck off like a couple hundred yards away and my dog won't bother you. He won't care, but the only bother from him is like he wants to get a pet and he loves so much. But like, I just couldn't, I couldn't care less about your silly rule. A, it's a public park, which means that it's everybody's park, mine included. And if I, I want to fucking hang out is. with my fucking dog, you can go fuck yourself. And it's the same thing. I feel like they're, in this situation, they both sound like fucking whiny cunts. They both sound like they need to mind their own business and grow a pair. Right. So if I was that lady, I would have been like, why don't you fuck off over there and not tell me what to do with my dog? Well, and if I, think, I was that guy, I, would have been, I wouldn't have bothered because, like, well, that why also, would you bother? Fucking that also raised another dog. question That's so for shitty. me. That raised another question for me. Why is this woman in the park with a dog? Why does she not... Probably and, to and, walk it right. and let it shit. But why does she have a dog? She just got this dog from a shelter. Okay. Okay. They made her return the dog because of how she was holding the dog in her panic. Now, was she panicked? I thought that she was panicked. Okay. Probably panicked. So she probably has social anxiety. Mm -hmm. So she's afraid of strangers. They gave her anxiety. Well, she should probably. Maybe. Yeah. They her her employer fired her. Why? Because she appeared racist oh. in her actions. 
Well, this is just one more thing of like fucking the whole gotcha online fucking retard shit. You know, yeah. and plus you have like if you're gonna do that, like be unfuckable, like like don't like you cannot fucking fade this shit. Like I, you go and be like, oh fuck, one you don't need to call the cops. You just need to tell that guy to get fucked because there's nothing racist about being like, why don't you go mind your fucking business over there, bitch? Yeah, that's the that's the problem with not being able to stand up for yourself, not having confidence well, in your own fear. actions. Well, that's the fear of. Um, if I call you anything, I'm going to be called a racist. I don't have to call you anything. Yeah. Fuck off. Leave me alone. Or, oh, so like I had a lady t do the same thing to me that this guy did to this lady at the dog park. And it was probably, there's times when you're supposed to, when you're supposed to, when you're allowed to have your dog off leash. And then there's times when it's not allowed, right? And I don't care because it's a fucking park where everyone takes their dogs and it's right by my house. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to fucking not throw a ball for him simply because it's after 10 o'clock. I'm going to continue to throw the ball for I mean, him. What, from 10 a.m. after 10 a.m. you can't have him off leash? Uh, I think so. I don't remember exactly what it is, but it's beside the point. Like, there's a certain time that you can in the morning and a certain time that you can in the evening and in the middle of the day you can't. And I just don't fucking care. And I don't think that... It's not fuck. It's just BS to me. If you don't like, if you don't want to experience my dog off a leash, go a hundred yards over there. The park is big. Yeah. Or go to a park that's not a fucking dog park. Are there people there without a dog? Was she there without a dog? No, she was there with her dog yeah. on a leash. She was really stressed out. Her dog was really stressed out. Surprise, she was surprise. Out. And. She was just like, she said something really like shitty to like, to me or to my daughter. Cause I, my daughter was there with me. Just like something like, not like really shitty. That's probably an exaggeration, but just like with a really like terse kind of fucking rude uh, attitude about like, you're your fucking dog, blah, 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 like type of a thing. And I was like, oh, I, I, I can't remember exactly what I said, but I, it was something along the lines of like, Oh, I don't mind, you know, it doesn't bother me at all. You know, like, don't worry about it, I don't mind. That's what I normally try to give people the vibe when they're upset at me for something that they think I should be doing. Don't worry, man, it's not a big deal, I don't mind at all. That's fortitude. They love that shit. But what, what do you want me to say? Oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't know it was 18 minutes past the time when all dogs must be on leashes in the entire park. And I can't play fetch with my dog or run around the fucking lake with him, like, kiss my ass. No. Do your thing with your dog. He's not going to bother you. If he does, all he wants to do is come up and sniff you. If you tell him to go away, he'll immediately go away. Because he's well behaved. And he's well trained. But it's not my fault you're stressed out. <laughs> it's not my fault that you don't like to have fun. It's not my fault that you don't want to enjoy your morning. <laughs> but I'm going to enjoy mine. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get all the anxiety. I mean, I understand that people have anxiety, and I guess that's a harsh thing to say. But I mean, if you're outside, like that, you I understand fresh it. air, all you got to do is just leave people alone. You don't have to have anxiety. No, I mean, you can. that's not anxiety. That's the if if I go over and fuck with you, that's not anxiety. That's me being a Karen. A Karen, and by all definitions, Indeed, the only Karen in that fucking story that you told earlier. Well, they were both kind of fucking stupid Karens, but 
the first Karen was the fucking black guy with the dog treats. And the second Karen was fucking Karen with the dog. And if either one of them had just, you know, I don't know, bothered to mind their own business, it wouldn't have been a big deal. Because what, what, that, what the fuck would that guy have done with his fucking stupid dog treats and his bad attitude if she'd have just said, Sure, yeah, call him. Give him a pet. Oh, you got treats? You should give him too. That's the thing about being in a good mood and having yeah. fun, is well, it's like, it's unfatable. Well, like, you're trying he... to fuck with me, and I don't care because I'm having fun, and I'll try to get you to have fun with me. Well, I don't understand. Also, what was he gonna do? Was he, what was he gonna do with the dog once he got the treat from the dog, or gave the dog a treat? Give the dog a treat? I don't know. What Who was knows? What he gonna do? You know, she had no Walk idea it. what his intent was. Who cares? Yeah, I know. Who cares? I'd be like, what's he gonna do? Like, steal it? <laughs> it's clearly, it's you know, fuck. She was probably in some big city. It wasn't here. Was it was. It? it was New Yorker or someplace like that. Yeah. So the dog's probably fucking chipped. Probably. Licensed chip. Yeah. Yeah. If it's not, if the guy picks up the dog and starts to walk off with it, at that point, you'd be like, hey man, I need my dog back. If you don't give me my dog back, I'm gonna call the police and assume that you're stealing my dog, because that's what it looks like, and then nobody could accuse you of being racist because the guy picked your dog up and walked off with it. But the point is, like, don't be a dickhead, mind your own business. Yeah. I, no, I agree. How, how big is the fucking park, man? It's fucking probably Central plenty, plenty Park. Plenty big enough for you to fuck it was, somewhere else. If, it, if you're in New York City, it's probably fucking Central Park. Which is, how big is Central Park? Big enough that if you're bothered by a dog off a leash, you can just walk somewhere else. It's fucking huge. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I don't live in a piece of shit fucking city like New York. Yeah. Any people who love New York listening, sorry, your city sucks. It's not my fault. I didn't fucking ruin the <laughs> politics. I didn't cram fucking people on top of each other like rats for the last fucking 200 years. Yeah. Yeah. That's just bad well, planning, people, my friend. Some people like living like that. I, I understand that. No, but. some people have an attachment to living like that. I don't think that like people genuinely... I, I, and this is, this is completely debatable and this is purely like conjecture. Right. But I think that the people who would say... Oh no, I really like it. There's something to growing up with something or learning that a particular thing like having a bunch of people packed on top of each other in an unnatural way feels good for whatever reason. And maybe you do like it, I guess. But to say that it's healthy, I think is not. That's healthy. I, it's not healthy. It's not healthy. So, like, yeah, sure, I'm sure people enjoy it, but pe there's loads of people who enjoy fucking, you know, like, all sorts of unhealthy behavior. So saying that you enjoy something is not a good justification for yeah. whether or not, like, it's good for you. And I guess that's what that's what I was really getting at. Like, of course well, people enjoy it. If people you bring COVID into the picture, if you bring COVID into the picture... When, you bring anything into the picture. When SARS was out in Hong Kong, yeah. they found that one lady had SARS and she infected a certain percent of the people in the building, uh -huh. in her high rise. Uh -huh. They're actually saying now that people who are cooped up 
and staying at home. Oh yeah, dude, especially like all in their little are not fucking any safer. nests. Oh, of course not. In Why fact, they're they actually be? worse off. They're all going like they're all staying right in that one little area, walking around in their little fucking carpeted hallways. Yeah. Like, of course that's not safer. That's stupid. Yeah. Do you know how many cases there are here in Idaho? Uh, less than three thousand still. Small number. Under a hundred, under a hundred deaths, less than three thousand total cases. Yeah. So well, I just round about know somebody who had COVID who died from it. Yeah. Directly from my mother. That's it. Oh you no. Know. Was, it a, friend, was a friend, it a legit COVID? Uh, he was one of the first five. Because he had three or four. And he had one in, if I remember, he had one in Canyon County, mm -hmm. and that was him. Mm -hmm. And he had four in mm -hmm. Lane County, which is where it really came into the state first, was in Lane County. Yeah, I think that was the, epi the, epi the epicenter. It feels like, that's like ex an ex just massive hyperbole, in my opinion. Yeah. But like, I suppose, no other term. Yeah. The mini center? Well, some people would say that Blaine County is the center of Idaho, but I don't think that's true. Who would say that? I don't know. People who live in Blaine County. Exactly. <laughs> All four of them. <laughs> All those people flying in on their private airplanes. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, fucking Blaine County is beautiful. I used to live there. Oh, fuck yeah. So, like, I'm not, like, shitting on Blaine County. I think it's fucking gorgeous, and I lived there for a while and when I was younger. Um, and, yeah, but, I mean, to say that it is the fucking center of Idaho is n nothing if not sort of geographically true. I mean, well, it'd be like lower center yeah. of Idaho. Well, I mean, it was a big revenue maker for the state for a while, but I don't think it's so much anymore. For a bit. Yeah. But like... After Bruce and everybody moved out, who cares? Was, you know? Yeah, I mean, it made a bit of money, but like... I mean, I think that was long before like the Treasure Valley started to develop how it has. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's true. The, uh... Yeah, I mean... Yeah, this is all even a bit hectic for me nowadays. Last last five years, Excuse I me. think, really, not a little more, have all been kind of a little, it's a little hectic in Boise, yeah. for my liking. The traffic is a lot different than it used to be. I mean, it's still not as bad as some places, but, I mean, traffic's bad for if you've lived here for... Fuck, bro, if you, you want know. to get out to Nampa, traffic is just as bad as it is driving in fucking L.A. in Russia, like... If you get on the fucking freeway, you might be stopped for two fucking hours to go fucking 15 minutes worth of driving. That's true. Depending on when you get on that motherfucker. And what, how many I mean, accidents? pretty goddamn How many bad. accidents you got and how many rubberneckers are causing more accidents? Fuck. I don't want to think about it. Yeah, we don't go to Nampa, so. If I drive to Nampa, I just jump on Houston. So, we have a dog in a park that sparked a national debate. That, I don't understand that. But. Well, it didn't really spark a national debate. It, it's, it's a debate. It between, just destroyed it, some some nervous woman's life. Yeah, and I, my question was, and my question this afternoon, or it has been since we started this conversation with my wife, is so what happens in two or three months if this if, and I hope it doesn't happen. I don't. I should have to say that, but if this woman commits suicide, she's lost her job. She lost her dog. 
probably can't get another job, probably is shut in her house because the press is outing her, right? Well, she might get a little reprieve with what's happening in Minneapolis right now. But are, are people gonna uh, are people gonna be happy if she does that? If she kills herself? Yeah, if she kills herself. I'm sure a few weird people will probably be happy. I think that I think you know we really are tearing. I mean, we've torn a lot of the fabric of our our society apart. Um, oh yes, we and have, and, and I think people are just now starting to realize what that can result in if left unattended. Yeah, it's all this nihilism and this victimization and victimhood. I, I'm not saying that, and I don't want to take away from what's going on. I mean, what is going on? Well, the outrage that we should all feel about a gentleman being killed by the police who's unarmed. Yes. And the whole thing, I can't breathe. Okay. Yes. Um. Not that. Not that I. Not that I don't share that opinion. I was just curious what exactly you were referring well, to. Well, yeah, you I, I don't want to get too all, far. All this that's going. I on. really don't want to get into the weeds in this one. This is going to be overtalked, and I'm sure many people have said many things about it. Yeah. But like, I there is some things to be said about it that I think have not been said, or at least not been said much, that I would like to touch on. But say say whatever. Well, there's you a lot of. Con I mean, there's context first. to everything that. You know the dimensional idea and the positions of this, and I'm not talking about the, the the murder of Mr. Floyd. I'm talking about the reaction. Mm -hmm. You know, they're they're mad because he he got killed. Okay, that's I don't that's. I think fair. that that's it, honestly. We okay, talk please. About that. Well, I think obviously that is it in, an, in, a, in a short term immediate sense right but they're mad because they are Is citizens that, that lack recourse for their grievances okay yeah and I think I that, that most citizens feel similarly which is why most people are like ha ha fuck those guys anyway now, I'm not particularly of that exact opinion, but I do think if you fuck around long enough and you shit on people long enough, eventually they're gonna burn your ass down. And yeah. you're getting, you're reaping what you sow yeah. in no uncertain terms. You want to see what happens when you continually sow distrust and violence in your own community through an abusive police force? Surprise, surprise, dum-dum. That's a good, that's a good, that's a good, that's well said. I don't think that, I, it's not, they're not burning Minneapolis to the ground because one guy died. That's not what's happening. They're burning Minneapolis to the fucking ground. And they're not even really burning it to the ground. They've just burned a few places, and there's a lot of rioting and blah, 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 blah. But in reality, there's not even a lot of rioting. It was mostly peaceful protest. And But people take advantage of large peaceful protest, large social dissent, to, you know do other nefarious things, yeah. but that doesn't mean that the majority of the people who are protesting are rioters. Yeah. That just means that there are a few people who wanted to riot and loot, and they took advantage of the situation. Right, right, right. Okay, that's a fair statement. Uh, I, think, I still think one of the best memes that has come out of this 
to, not to make light of the whole situation, but there's a picture of people looting the, the Target, mm-hmm. and there's one young white kid walking in with a mask, a surgical mask in, the, in there. He's walking out of the Target, and he has one thing, and it's a box of Legos. Good. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. I've wanted this set of Legos for a long time. They're looting Target. Let me get down there. Let me get my fucking Legos. Let me get my Legos really quick, and then I'll go home. And I'm going to go home and fucking build myself another pyramid like I did when I was eight. Yeah. Go home and do my Star Wars Lego. Because I bet money was a Star Wars Lego. <laughs> get that Millennium Falcon, you know? <laughs> right? Fuck, that thing could do that, that full-size Millennium Falcon kit. That ain't no joke. That shit's expensive, expensive. homeboy. Expensive. That was like 900 bucks. I don't think it was that big. It wasn't a very big box, but it's still funny. No, I think the problem, the problem that I have with both sides of this is the problem that I have with many, many discussions that are currently going on in our country. And that's that the way that the issue or issues are presented, they're presented in a... dualistic, this or that, linear thought process type of argument, which I think is fundamentally flawed. Because if I say Black Lives Matter and the problem, the reason why people are rioting is because this guy, um, Floyd, was killed, was unarmed and killed by a police officer. Um, Murdered or not is to be debated in a court of law, and so I'm not going to say he was murdered. I, I I have complete disdain for abuse of police power, but I also think that it is, it's a slippery slope to start to fucking just willy nilly throw your terminology around. Yeah. Well, I was listening to a video today on the way down. We would come down to the shop today about a gentleman talking about how they charged him with this cop. They arrested the cop, charged him with third-degree murder, and they charged him with manslaughter. Which doesn't make any sense because you can only charge him with one thing for the crime. Well, they charged him with both, but everybody's mad because they didn't charge, don't feel like he should have gotten, you know, he should have been capital murder. It's not a capital crime, though. It wasn't pre Well, here's the thing. You have to be careful. But the, the point the guy made was you have to be careful how you charge him because if you overcharge him, you can't change the charge after the trial starts. Yeah. You can't amend it after the trial exactly. starts. You cannot. And no. then you overcharge him, he's acquitted. I think best case... Well, here's an interesting aside. Both of those men, Floyd and the officer who killed him, worked security at a nightclub in Minneapolis together. Now, that's not to say that they knew each other. That is... That's verifiable. And that's not widely known. They worked together, security, at a nightclub in Minnesota, in Minneapolis. Right. Um, The owner of the nightclub is on record as saying that one of her employees said, Oh my God! Those—that's so and so, and that's so and so. The blah blah blah. The fucking security. Blah 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 blah. And she said, "No, it's not." And then she said, when she got a closer look at the guy's face, she was like, "Oh, holy shit! That guy works for me." Now, 
whether or not they knew he knew each other directly is debatable, she said, because at any given night they had 12 different indoor security guards. It's a very large club. So she said it's completely plausible that they didn't know each other. But it's also just as plausible that they did know each other and that there's some sort of issue. That's a fair statement. Um, I don't know if that has been or is being looked into, but I... It is what it is, and it's interesting. Yeah. Um, now, who knows? you got to do your work before you charge. I don't think they did their work, and that's the problem. That's the problem with saying, charge him, charge him, with something, I'm fucking blah, blah, blah. Now, they can amend the charges before they fucking go to court. But once they start the trial, they can't. But once they start the trial, they can't amend those charges. Now, if this was some sort of issue where these guys knew each other, then this was premeditated, and they could actually seek murder. a capital conviction. It could be a first-degree murder case. But if you fuck that up and you don't do your fucking research and you rush to trial to try and fucking um, assuage some sort of fucking uh, public guilt. Well, first of all, you don't want to taint the, pool, the jury pool. No. You're already going to be having to leave Minneapolis to do this. No, you're not going to be able to have that trial in Minneapolis. So... But, um... Point being, it may be even significantly more serious than most people realize. And if you rush that shit because you're emotional, you get no justice. On either side of the fence, you're gonna miss something, and you're gonna miss something important. Now, yeah. Speaking of rushing things and missing something important, I've heard numerous comments on this whole thing. I've heard a lot of comments on either quote-unquote side of the argument. And I really, I really dislike that type of thinking, that there is this side and this side, right? There's the fucking thin blue line, and there's the fucking A-cab, you know? And um, it, it's silliness, and it, and it limits your ability to reason significantly. Yeah. Right. So I'm, I was thinking a lot about this thing and I said I you know because some girl this morning I was saying something about the rioting and I yep they're doing this and that and it's so, so just so fucking stupid great I agree with you it is stupid what they're doing now would you like to say something useful because um, the fact that like burning your own city to the ground is stupid should be obvious now since it's obvious that burning your own city and fucking shitting in your own backyard is a bad idea, why don't we actually look at and try and understand why that's happening? And if you're stupid enough, or gullible enough, or whatever enough, to believe that the reason that that is happening is because they killed Floyd, You're missing the point, and you've been you've been successfully distracted by the propaganda campaign that has taken place around police violence and brutality. Now, the propaganda campaign says you're justified, you're angry, Black Lives Matter. Look at these people. 
Look at, look at, look at how they ruined, look at this poor unarmed black man. They killed him. Be angry. And if you do that, you just got tricked. You just got fucking fooled. Because that's not the point. Now, it's a terrible, terrible fucking thing. And it's terrible every time it happens. But if you're distracted by a propaganda campaign to get you as a group of citizens to focus your energy and attention on a symptom of the problem, a white racist police officer, possibly racist, I'm not entirely sure, but there's been some information that comes out that would lead me to believe that he is. Um, if, if, you're, if you think that that is the point, if you think that that's what is should be focused on and that's what the media is focusing on, at least legacy media as well, you know, or fucking old old school media or fucking... What they call it mainstream now? I'm not going to call it mainstream. It used to be mainstream. I could only call it mainstream if it actually had like a viewership number like that actually made it, that mattered. Their viewership is so low. Well, the joke is that you only get, you know, people are forced to watch CNN when they go to the airport or go to McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. So it's amazing they had any viewership during the mm -hmm. pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> But my point is to say that if you do that, if you go, if you get distracted in that way and you think that the argument and that the thing at hand is about this racist white cop killing this black guy or these two, the, these two racist guys chasing this black guy down in a construction area and shooting him or the, the you know, that um, it's about this shooting or that, or, you got fucking fooled because that's not what it's about. If I can make you think that it's not about systemic racism that is incorporated through policy in police departments and that police consistently abuse their power over the citizenry and that not just police, but in general, our government abuses its power over its own citizens consistently. See, I don't want you to look at that. I don't want you to focus on that. So if I give you an alternate truth, it's still true. It's true that what happened was terrible and wrong and that that police officer and possibly the other attending officers should be held accountable. That is true. But if I hold that up as the main tenant or the main issue at hand and I say that that is the main reason why these people are rioting and now I call them the whatever the Floyd riots of Minneapolis then I get you to focus over here on this small part of the problem yeah. while you fail to recognize the overarching structure that allows these types of problems to continue to happen. Right. So you never actually get to find a solution because I distracted you. Right. Well, I mean, it goes back to Freddie Gray, too, back in Baltimore. Mm -hmm. um, three of the cops of the seven that were convicted were black. Mm -hmm. So you can't put it all... So it's not a race yeah, thing. Exactly. Now, there are systemic issues it, with you know, there are issues with racism that are systemic in this country. That's undebatable. Now we can talk about what they are and why they are, and that's a really interesting discussion. And yeah. some of those lie. Some of those are not at all what you would think. 
Um, <laughs> I think one of the most race, systemically racist policies in the entire, you know, in the entire, not in the entire history of our country, but that's currently in policy is affirmative action. I think that's one of the most racially damaging policies on the books. Anyway, all that aside, point being, if you think that these riots are because of what happened with this one police officer and this guy who died, it's much bigger. you're, you're missing, much bigger. missing, missing the point. And, but, it's imp but I think that it's really important to recognize that that's the story that you're supposed to believe because that allows you to be distracted. That allows you to not focus on what's important about this. That makes sense. No, I mean, because that's a conversation that Autumn, my wife and I were having today, Autumn, mm -hmm. that we kind of went back and forth, and she brought in, um, she brought Kaepernick up. And I'm like, what does Kaepernick have to do with this? She says, well, he was protesting police brutality. And so, took a little break, because I got a little mad, and I had to, I was actually working while we were having this conversation as well. But then I explained to her, I finally got a chance to explain to her exactly why I didn't buy the Kaepernick thing. You know, why brought Because he's at work and he's getting fucking paid? Well, the, well that, that, but let's If also, you're at work and you're getting paid and you don't do your goddamn job, I'm going to fucking fire your ass. Right. You're well, under contract. Let's, let's put, let's put it this way. Like, I completely agree with his right to protest. I so. do too, yes. His right to protest. So he sat time, so two games, the first two games that he started his protest, laser, mm -hmm. he sat on the bench. Okay? The third time, a U.S. soldier who had been, I don't know if he's special forces or if he's a SEAL, some burly dude with a beard who was a, a veteran came and said, hey, you know what, let's make this look like a prayer. Let's make this a little more respectful. How about if you take a knee during the national anthem? Okay? So he took it, he came up, and instead of staying in the back, he got on the sideline mm -hmm. and he took a knee. Yeah. The, the, the veteran was hoping that everybody would be a little less up in arms about it. Yeah. Realistically, there was nothing to be up in arms about no. because realistically, here's here's what happened. There was there were stories from the 49ers camp. Yeah. The, the previous coach had left. Kaepernick was not a good team player. He was not a good leader. He was replaced by the second-string quarterback because he wasn't able or capable of doing the job of driving the reins of the stagecoach. I'm sorry, I work for a bank, so... Hey, he wasn't fucking. He, he wasn't fucking. He. I just gave away my bank. Forward. I'm sure, yeah. but yeah. What he, bank do you work for, Bob? That's through the, the stagecoach. Stage Jesus, yeah. the stagecoach bank. Yeah. So he wasn't driving the stagecoach the way I, you know, he wasn't directing the players. So he got benched. So his first two weeks looked like a pouts bank. I'm mad. I'm gonna sit here. If he would have called a press conference, is what I told Adam today. If he would have called a press conference, the first week. He sat out uh -huh. and said, I'm sitting on the bench, and I would because be sitting on the bench. This, I'd yeah. be sitting on the bench whether I was playing or not mm -hmm. because of police brutality against people of color. Mm -hmm. If he would have said that, I still would have been out accepted his answer because of my my slant, which I would need to work, I need to work on, okay, honestly. But I would have accepted it better because he would have showed leadership. Mm -hmm. He would have literally, that would have been him stepping up and saying, hey, I'm a leader. I need to drive this cart. I need to drive this this conversation this direction. Mm -hmm. It took him three weeks, and he waited to be interviewed at the locker. Yeah. 
at his locker taking his uniform off. Yeah. And it took a, uh, somebody to ask him the question instead of doing it. That, that is exactly why I say Kaepernick is a bunch of bullshit. The whole thing? The whole just thing is a he bunch was of bullshit. Just because he was... Well, I mean, and this is... He morphed it into what he wanted to well, do. Well, yeah, it's kind of like, well, this is what I'm doing. Okay, cool, whatever, dude. It's like, great. I think the whole conversation is a bit overblown with the whole Kaepernick thing. I agree. Because it's sports, and I couldn't give a shit about sports, and I think <laughs> that they're just something that, like, is they're designed by a bored society yeah. to distract people from anything and that's important or meaningful. they babies is what so, they like, Whatever, dude. Whatever like, it doesn't matter. No, I think it's great. Like, if you want to play a sport, I think it's great. I think it's wonderful that people play sports. I really do. I think they're wonderful. But I think that, like, the fact that we idolize them as some sort of, like, superstar is really bizarre. Because these people, like, while they are, it's impressive what they can do. Like, I don't have time to my day to fucking watch that shit and keep up with that shit and fucking pay attention. How the fuck do you? You don't fucking do statistics for a job, right? You're not like a sports statistician. You're, you, you fucking do construction, right? Yet you fucking know everything about your fucking team, your team. Get it? You see what's <laughs> happening here? You've been fucking fooled, my friend. They're not your team. Somebody else owns them. Somebody else makes millions of dollars a year off of them. And it's not you. Well, I've been a Yankees fan since I since I was yeah, 10, okay? Not, yeah, it's not your but team. But people always like, well, when this pitcher's coming, blah, blah, blah. Look, here's what I know. I know that I love the Yankees. I love watching the game when I can, which I never get an opportunity yeah, to watch. Yeah, which is like very rare because you got fucking real life right, shit exactly. going on. And, and I don't follow the pitching staff. I mean, I might catch something on the news every once in a while when I'm on break. If I happen to have Sports Center up and they're talking about the Yankees, I can say, oh, well, that's happened with the Yankees. Hey. Cool. You know? Yeah. But hey, I don't cool. follow the. I'm, I'm a Yankees fan, but I'm not a. I, I, I'm, the Yankees aren't my life. Yep. And that's the thing, I think, you have this, like, really, in America, like, one of the strongest countries for, like, the cult of personality. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, you know, we like to fucking poke fun at fucking communist countries for the, the cult of personality, but, I mean, good God, who has perfected the cult of personality well, we more have, than America? Well, yeah, and it comes I think from it's capitalism. us, bro, it's us. It, it comes from a capitalistic society that is over-materialized and over-advertised over and... And too sensitive to overstimulated, overstimulated, and fucking, yeah. yeah too, much, too much caffeine and fucking and, overfed and yeah. yeah, too sugared, too sugared up. You know, I'm a huge Metallica fan. Okay, I would actually, I would actually, I love some Metallica. I would say that actually, that would be when I was a kid. I read, I read Circus Magazine Head Printer every month. Okay, almost cover to cover. Okay. Every single Eddie, I was a huge Van Halen fan in high school. Mm -hmm. I was a Van Halen, I listened to Van Halen every day, at least one song, every day, without fail, until I was 34 or 35. That's where I decided that Eddie was an asshole and I didn't want to listen anymore. Okay? Because I listened to Van Halen because of Eddie Van Halen. Sure. Sure, I was a David Lee Roth fan, but when Sammy joined, I was like, this is awesome. It's better music and yeah. more content it's and better now. Yeah, it's, the yeah. singer's better. Anyway, so. Whatever, you know. People are like, whatever. It's not the point. I do, I read every fucking article I could get my hands on when I got old enough to be able to buy my own magazines. Because my dad didn't let me buy magazines when I was a kid. I generally had to stuff them under my shirt at the grocery store. <laughs> okay? I mean, I had money. I, I did buy that That's magazine, Bob. It's actually, it's actually, I was talking to Libby about the other day. I was like, 
she was talking about Superman or Batman or something like that. And I said, and I said to her, "What do you know about that?" I said, "I've been reading these guys since the 1970s." Yeah. And and there were the mag and the court the the uh, the comic books were 25 cents a piece. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it was just as easy to stuff them under your shirt and walk out of the Safeway because they're right by the door. Mm-hmm. And they didn't care. Yeah. You know, like, you go in, you go in and put a quarter on the counter. You go and put a quarter on the counter with a lady. Get your dad a pack of cigarettes for a quarter at the cash register because every cash register had cigarettes behind it. Yeah, exactly. They're all right there. Yeah, get a pack of cigarettes. Go look at the comic books. Dad still had two cigarettes when you left the house, so you're okay. Yep, you're all right. You know? Yeah. And on the way out, you look over and she's talking to somebody else, and you just lift your shirt and shove that sucker up underneath it and got Captain America or Batman or Superman at home, you know? Dad never asked what you did with it, where you got the money for it, you know? (laughs) So, anyway, I did get caught stealing later, and he did really chastise me, and I stopped after that. Mm -hmm. But it was years later. I actually stopped for a while. Anyway, so, um... (laughs) Um, uh, but being a fan and being a cult of personality, there's a line, isn't there, don't you think? Well, I think that there's a distinct blurring of the, an intentional blurring of that line in our culture where it's like, it's encouraged to be as 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 into something as you want to be no matter what it is and no matter how stupid it might be to actually be that into that thing yeah like it's encouraged even if the people encouraging you go god that's really stupid they still encourage it it's still like oh yeah you know fucking I love. Yep, he loves his. Uh, he loves his Seahawks, you know, or he loves. He loves his. Uh, whatever fucking shit you're into, I don't fucking know, you know. Fucking, fucking Mariners fan. I don't know. I don't know if anyone's that into the Mariners anymore. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, they've been into good. I just. Uh, it just all seems like a distraction. Like, let me trick you with these shiny trinkets. Yeah, shiny coin, shiny coin, shiny coin. Yeah. yeah. If I can, if I can, because it's the thing, it's like, you're not going to trick everybody with one shiny trinket. Well, I mean, you got to have loads of different shiny trinkets. you got to have loads of different lures to trick all the but different they also, fucking But they fish. even got the opportunity to split the country over the whole Kaepernick thing. I'm mm-hmm. sorry to bring this up again, but the whole thing with the national anthem and kneeling, yeah. Yeah. it split Stupid. the country. I mean, thirty percent of the people who watch the NFL quit watching the NFL. Who cares? Had a thirty percent decline in watching. Good. I just think it's that dumb. Like, awesome. Hopefully, yeah. they have I a actually, decline down to the point where the players, uh, you know, don't make that much money. They have to play for a significantly shorter period of time because who the fuck wants to destroy your body and your fucking brain for you know? 600000 to a million dollars a year because nobody really cares that much about football. I mean, it's interesting and it's fun and occasionally people watch it and it's cool and you go to a game sometimes but, like, nobody thinks that you're a fucking god. So, nobody gets paid that much and nobody pays that much of attention because, let's be realistic, there's significant, serious issues that need to be paid attention to in our culture and they don't have anything to do with fucking hucking a pigskin around. Yeah, they're missing the boat. 
It's not to say don't enjoy your life. Like, go ahead and fucking enjoy it. But I mean, like, Jesus Christ. Does this, does this really, like, and that, the, the fucking fucked up thing, really, is that I think, honestly, the players should get paid just as much, if not more. I think that the fucking owners and the people who don't do shit, who aren't fucking, like, remotely athletically talented, shouldn't be making massive amounts of money off of fucking uh, these amazing athletes' hard work. Now, nowhere in sports that I can think of is that concept better elucidated than in cheerleading, collegiate cheerleading, and collegiate sports. Actually, maybe it's maybe it is only better elucidated by the Olympic Games which has to be one of the most sinister, crooked organizations in all of sports. To further the idea, to fucking, to say to your athletes, you cannot make money off of this. You cannot have been a professional ever to compete. Yeah, but they let the basketball players play. Now. In the 94. Exactly. Because where the fuck were they going to find any basketball players that were any good if they'd never been paid? <laughs> um, but the point is, hey, I own something. I would like to take great advantage of these people, and I'd like to make sure that I make all the money. How can I make it seem like I don't just want to fuck them and keep everything for myself? Well, I'll say some ridiculous bullshit about the purity of the sport. Why don't you stop being a fucking lying asshole and pay those fucking talented athletes the money that they're worth? Yeah. Especially when, it's, it, I'll tell you what, it comes down to stadiums. So everybody bids, all the huge cities bid to have the Olympics come to their city, all right? And then they build brand new coliseums and areas for these sport things to happen, okay? Mm-hmm. Salt Lake City did the same thing for the Winter Olympics, right? Yep. So they spent all this money, right? And it's the taxpayers that pay for it. Yep. Not the Olympic Committee who's got billions of dollars. Exactly. Yeah. And, we're be- and, and the professional baseball, hockey, they all do the same fucking thing. Vegas just got the freaking um, Raiders because Vegas had money to burn and said, hey, who wants to play football in Las Vegas? The Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders. Yeah, the yeah. fucking Raiders. Jesus yeah. Christ. I tell you what. The I, fucking Vegas Raiders. Whew. I tell you what. I I, think I don't I, know if that's better than Oakland. I, I I this last season I watched I was watching football this last season right, and I think the biggest travesty I've seen in sports in the last since since Pete Rose not getting in the Hall of Fame was watching the owner of the. Well, I watched CBS News or CBS Sports talk to the diehard Raider fans. They have this Raiders Club thing that they—they're just diehard fucking fans. Raider Nation, bro. Raider Nation, yeah. That whole thing—they, the guy that's the president of Raider Nation—they had him on on the TV. They interviewed him for less than five minutes. Okay. Okay. And then they brought the owner on, and she shit all over Raider Nation. I'm sure she did. Because generally. she said, well, it's not pro- it's more profitable. This is a much better move for us prof- in our profitability for the team. It's like, 
your profitability was fine in Oakland. It's just they wouldn't build you a new fucking stadium. Mm -hmm. Instead of you just saying, okay, I'll front it. You know, yeah. just to give me a tax break. Yep. You know, you see what I'm saying? Don't make me pay property tax on the well, property. This is just a perfect example years. of how little the people who actually own and manage the teams care about their fans. Well, since they couldn't care in the slightest bit about you. They don't care about you. Same they care about making money because it's a business, dum dum. That's it. That's but it. We had the same. We were facing the same thing here in Boise. Down there on Americana Boulevard, down there by Ann Morrison Park. Okay. I think it was, I don't remember those two, Ann Morrison or Julie Davis, whatever. Yeah. So they were where the, there used to be an HP complex, or there used to be a Kmart store down there. Mm -hmm. That's where the main Boise Post Office is, right? Mm -hmm. the, that was actually a big hub downtown when Boise was small. Yeah. That Kmart. Well, they, that Kmart closed in the 80s yeah. for whatever reason, right? So cities and. Yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it closed in the 80s, long before that place went out of business, right? Mm -hmm. Like 20 years. But anyway, so HP moved, the, the city government moved in for a little while, I think it was, maybe I'm wrong. But HP actually moved into that complex. Well, they moved out because yeah. they've downsized. They moved everything to California or to Malaysia or where the fuck mm -hmm. ever they're going, yeah. right? Yeah. And so the city owns all that property now for whatever reason. Why the city bought that property? Who fucking knows, right? It's like the state buying the fucking HP campus at midnight, you know? Yeah. There's a late night legislature session so they can buy the fucking HP campus. Illegal. Yeah. Unconstitutional for the state. But anyway, I digress. So Beter, who owns all, the city of Boise owns that property, he had some guy come in and go, hey, we can make, we can build a 5,000 seat baseball stadium for your Hawks and for your BSU baseball team. Now I could be, this something that may be going through still, and you can play concerts downtown. It's a 5,000 seat stadium. Yeah. What the fuck, who want, you know? What is that? What the nothing. fuck is that, you know? Nothing. You know, it's. Even for Boise, it's nothing. Right, exactly. Nothing. Dinky, small. Exactly. Fuck out well, it's of here. Like, it's like going to the, uh, the Quest Arena. Yeah. You know, or CenturyLink Arena, I'm sorry. Well, CenturyLink, I think, seats like 12,000 people, doesn't it? I don't remember. I miss, am, I, am I fucking that up? I yeah, thought CenturyLink They're, they're, they're Century airline Links. tickets, bro. Huh? They're airplane tickets. They're airplane seats. Well, airplane seats. Anything over 5,000 in CenturyLink is airplane seats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and that's exactly what that baseball stadium is going to be, is airplane seats, right? At least in the pavilion, or what is now Extra Mile Stadium. Sorry, I'm showing my age. The Boise Pavilion used to be called. That was Taco Bell Arena. Yeah. At least the seats are fucking comfortable there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It seats 14,000 people. Mm -hmm. And the, and the, and so does, um, the Stampede, the Ford, whatever that place is, the Ford Idaho Center. Idaho Center. It used to be called yeah. the Stampede, when they first it was a Stampede Stampede, or, right. Stampede Arena. Right. It was called the Stampede Arena, then yeah. they did Idaho Center. It's, I thought right. it was Idaho Center. Well, they brought a fucking unprofessional, semi-professional basketball team in called Stampede, yeah. because the Stampede fucking rodeo they had every year. Yeah. The bull riding. But anyway, um... So Beter did that. I don't know if he did it or finished it or not, but the city paid for it. If they're doing it, the city's paid for it. Oh, yeah. Boise doesn't need that. Well, fuck no. It's fucking stupid. Exactly. And Boise City downtown parking is bad enough all fucking way. <laughs> all right. You know what we should do in a fucking downtown that was designed for 80000 that now has to fucking serve a citizenry of uh, 300000 we should fucking build the stadium. We should build it downtown, and we shouldn't improve the road system of downtown at all. Well, 
fucking Peter, Peter was on the radio one time talking about, he, he said that he and one other mayor in L.A. or something like that, he said, well, it's, all cities have the same problem, and it's, it's potholes. It's like, really? What? More potholes in Boise are in fucking private parking lots. Yeah, dude, Boise doesn't have a, really have a problem with potholes. No, we have a few they fill those fuckers right around. in. We're good, motherfucker. And, and you know why? You know why? Because Boise City doesn't deal with fucking potholes. Fucking Ada County does. Yeah. And they do a fucking good job. Yeah, they do. They do a pretty goddamn good job. I don't, you know, and that, we don't have that many goddamn cars on the road. Really. Really. Comparatively, yeah. Yeah. I mean, cities that have shitloads of pothole problems is because they're spread out all the fuck over the place and they don't have enough fucking money and people to take care of it. Or Salt Lake City. (laughs) Or, you know what I mean? Like, they have the definition of urban sprawl. You know what I mean? So, like, we have so much fucking asphalt everywhere that we couldn't possibly maintain it all. I got lost in Salt Lake City. I was driving driving home and I took a wrong turn. And I ended up on a freeway that goes fucking nowhere. And I was dropping. My mom was in the car. I was cussing my head off. She was like, oh, Bob, stop, stop. I was so pissed. And it's like, That's how Bob lost his temple-worthy status. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. um, (laughs) Actually, I just didn't go and renew my temple recommend. That's all it was. I just... Didn't go back and ask for it. Like, no, I just got to go renew my... I just didn't do it. Didn't get the swiper card. Anyway, so... Can't go anywhere. I mean, it's very limited. Very, very limited and simple. Attendance now. They closed them. That was the first thing they closed. They closed that before they closed me. I worldwide. Dumb. Dumb. Well... I mean, I, I think it's, there's a lesson. It's to church learn. policy. I mean, you can do whatever you want to do. Yeah. It's your I church. Think, I I really think that there is a lesson to be learned from COVID, good and bad. Oh, there's plenty of lessons. There's so, loads of lessons. I don't think there's one. I think there's thousands, millions. maybe millions of lessons. Yes. But definitely thousands of valuable fucking positive I, lessons to be learned. I really think, and I could be wrong because I, I reserve the right to always be wrong. But um, don't tell my wife I said that. Huh. <laughs> But I really think this is where third party comes into play. I think we'll have a solid third party. Yeah, I hope so. So, and it won't. In this way, it won't just be presidential. You'll have that Tea Party movement was solid to a degree. It was for a while. Yes, it got kind of infiltrated by the whole like alt right scene. And, like, alt-right was, like, interesting for a while, and then it got infiltrated by a bunch of racist cunts. So, like, it all yeah. kind of just... There well, seems it's been to whittled be, down. They've whittled each other down. Yeah, exactly. It's like, now if it's, like, if you're... If it's, you know, Tea Party's fucking nothing, it's stupid. It Wait. was kind of... It was... It was... It, it was... It had some interesting directions to begin with, but it fucking petered well, out pretty look at quickly. the guy from Illinois who, who ran for the house... Mm-hmm. As a Tea Party guy, I don't remember what his name is, but he's big on Twitter. He's actually primarying President Trump. Okay, he's primarying President Trump. He's on most of his state ballots. Really? Yeah, he's from Illinois, huh. but he's a feckless fuck. Is he a yeah. yeah. So, because I mean, if he would have been, if he would have been worthwhile, he wouldn't have lost a seat on his second election. He would have been reelected, not lost. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So. <clears throat> Anyway, so but he's he's actually primarying Trump. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember marking him or seeing him on the ballot for the state of Idaho. Though. So he's running 
for he's really he's, he's got the prime he's, he's he essentially to, has the party nomination from the Tea Party. So he's no, the, the Tea, tea Party doesn't candidate. even back him anymore either. Oh no, because he's a feckless fuck. Oh, well, fuck. What are you gonna do, man? So do you know who's on the has the Libertarian Party declared a candidate yet? I don't. I don't know. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that at all. I'd like to see who the Libertarian Party goes with this cycle. Well, no, the news is the news is actually the news hasn't really highlighted that. It's like they've ignored the Green Party for the last two uh, presidential well, yeah, cycles as well. Of course they have because they're trying so, to because they're trying to fucking el eliminate the possibility of a third party entirely. Yeah. Now, why would you give fucking why would you give any attention to to any other candidate other than the two pieces of shit that you would like the people to choose from? Yeah. I saw I saw a post on uh, Facebook or on Twitter the other day. It said, uh, "Lesser of the two evils is still evil." Oh yeah. And it's like, why didn't I? You know, I, I'm kind of like, why didn't I think of that before myself? Why am I stuck here? You know, it's like when I when I voted for governor of the state, I had a lot of choices. Bad ones. Well, I had three choices actually, right? Oh yeah. So we Not had we had Brad, yeah, and we had what's her face. And then we had the dude that was the Constitutionalist. I voted for the Constitutionalist. I did not want to vote for Brad Little, and I did no, not I vote didn't. for Brad Little. I didn't do it. I, I didn't do it. And if that was a vote for what's-her-face, doesn't matter. She still lost. Yep, she still lost, and Brad Little still won, because welcome to Idaho. And did he fucking... He didn't even campaign in Ada fucking County. No. Why would he? He didn't, and I thought that was a... And that's why I didn't. That's why he came out of fucking nowhere. For all, for most of us in Ada County who were paying, were we were paying a little bit of attention to the Republican primaries, but not enough. Yeah. Completely didn't see Brad Little come. Because he wasn't even he wasn't even running in Ada County. It was Raul Labrador and and, and uh, Tommy Alquist. My daughter calls him that little guy, and I'm like, that's a good name. Keep calling him that. <laughs> Who's that? That little guy? And I'm like. Perfect. Yeah, you know, dickhead, yeah. And he's not even Otter Light. I was not a Butch Otter fan, so... Uh, you know, my second wife, who was a Democrat, actually, I don't know how she feels about him now, but at that time, she had respect for Otter, or use the laser fingers, right? Because he got a DUI here in the state, and he didn't hide behind his office. He was a state... He worked in the... I don't know if he was at the, I don't know if he's a federal, I said a federal level, but he took it on the chin. He paid all of his fines. He did all of his classes. He did all his all his DUI things. He paid everything. Only in politics would we praise a man for doing a something DUI, yeah. that fucking any other person should in society yeah. would. You should conduct yourself that way, and you would still yeah, probably be him. looked down upon for having had that happen in your life. Especially, yeah. it's, it's fucking, it's insane. Got a DUI in DC, in DC. Yeah. So, it just shows you that you can't beat the fucking machine. That was that's exactly what I thought was you can't beat the machine. Oh, I think you can. I mean, you can, but if you're in the middle of it and you're in the belly of the beast. If you're yeah, not it's pretty, vigilant, it's pretty hard to fucking have that fortitude. Uh, it's pretty hard to fucking eat the beast from inside the belly. But you know, 
sometimes you're I the seem bully. to re- I seem to remember a few uh, a few stories of people being eaten by monsters and cutting their way out from the inside. <laughs> I have yet to see that happen in any meaningful way with our our government our governmental systems. Yeah. But well, Kevin McCarthy pissed me off the other day. The, the majority, the minority leader, mm-hmm. he said. We're damaging our constitutional de- democracy. And it's like, or right now, he said, representative democracy. We don't have a representative democracy. And that's what I said. I, whenever republic. I hear that, I fucking yell at the TV every time. It's a fucking republic, you fuck. Constitutional republic. Yes. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, it's an important distinction. There are many types of republics. Like the Democratic Republic of Congo. Oh, yeah. Yes. Which is... Which is a super nice place to live. Maybe we better look into the property. <laughs> Would you like to be a miner? No. Or a logger? Oh, I might do logging. Do logging? I know I could do logging. I know how to do that. Alright. Well, as long as you're into chopping off hands. Let's go. Oh, it's a Muslim country, isn't it? Um, there's, there's some, there's some, there's definitely some. Is it a Muslim majority country? I'm not. Yeah, the, I'm not, I'm no, not I don't think the that. Democratic Republic of Congo is a, is a name and mainly Muslim country. I don't think so. No. Okay. No, but it is a country that has dealt with significant genocide in the recent past, mm-hmm. which is what I was referring to. Okay. No, I get that. That and the, a lot of times they, the, to motivate. Um, people in particular areas uh, to sell or access timber or natural resources, um, companies will berate the locals, cutting off their hands, etc. We want what you have. If you don't give it to us, we'll just futz you around, uh, to say it lightly. Okay. I get it. It was sarcasm. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, I I keep seeing these things and I keep thinking how fucked up this world is. And I did did see something on Twitter today that made sense, that made sense though. This guy said, the anarchist party has been around since the 1900s. The early 1900s. The anarchist party? The anarchist party has been around since the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, there was vampid racism in the 50s and the 60s. Vampid. He says, there's no difference in the United States today than in those days. The different, only difference is, is 24 hours news cycle and the internet. Turn off your TV, turn off the internet. The world will minimize. The world will get smaller for you. Oh, yeah. It does. And that's why I said, like, when we started, I was like, I don't know, I've been not paying that much attention to certain stuff. Or just not paying that much attention in general. One, because the shop opened back up. I'm busy tattooing most days. Days that I'm not tattooing, I've got other fucking responsibilities. Right. So it's like, I get up. I, I, you know, get up, do my thing. Um, chickens, dogs, cats. Uh, work out. Um, make myself, make my kid food, um, you know, probably make my wife a coffee, you know, like, I don't fucking, I don't have fucking time for that, you know, when I want to read, when I, you know, if I bother to read any fucking news, it's generally, um, specific financial news. Yeah. I watch The Hill in the mornings. Yeah. I watch a little Bill Whittle 
and I watch the news. I watch The Hill. So okay. that's all, and, and a little Jimmy yeah. Dore. Okay. Here and there. I'll occasionally watch The Hill if I if they have something very specific that I'm interested in. Um, but normally, I'm going to look for what's the news that's not news yet. And that generally tends to come from the news that hedge fund managers search for type of news. And so there's a few different places where I try to glean that information. And, and so you kind of get a little bit of a heads up on stuff that will be news or will possibly be news. A lot of times you read about stuff that nobody ever gives a fuck about that you're like, how did no one ever pick up on that? Why was that never important? And all, sudden, never and, and all of a sudden, it's fucking. At some point, it comes to a head and explodes. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes like the housing nothing. crisis started in '99. The original housing crisis started in 1999. What do you mean by housing crisis? When we had the last financial crash, the New York Times actually predicted the housing crash in '99. Said that the uh, of uh, unnatural inflation of housing prices and and allowing or forcing banks to give. Subpar loans. Subprime. Subprime. Well, subpar. Subpar as subpar well. Subpar loans. Subpar as giving, well. Giving loans to people. Giving so you give an arm loan to someone who really can't afford it. Oh yeah. So you put them in a price that they can afford, and every five years keep them in an arm. Yeah. That's no. the goal. So how? So in thirty years you're still in an arm. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. You know. Yeah. You're you're sixty years old and you still have thirty years on a mortgage. Yeah. Dumb. You know. Yeah. Fucking stupid. So, and I really think those, I still think, in, in for businesses that can work, I think for personal loans, for homes, those should not, those should be illegal. Arms? Oh, yeah, yeah. they're terrible. They're yeah. fucking dog shit. Yeah. And most people don't really understand what they're getting into. No, they don't. You know, we got, a, my, my second wife and I bought a house together. She put a big chunk of money down because she had money in the bank from when my brother died. Yeah. And... Um, we, we ended up on our arm. And I was like, look, I'm a veteran. We need to not do this arm. We need a fixed rate. And she's like, yeah. I ain't putting all this money down. You shut I'd up. I'd be like, I don't give a <laughs> fuck. I let it go because she, uh, we got divorced. And I, t- I did a quick claim. I got off the loan. And uh-huh. there you go. she okay. actually had to refinance. And she she got it refinanced because in five years, after five years, the loan went from, the payment went from $748 to $1,250 a month. Exactly. So... Um, and she, they, you know, were like, well, let's let his, uh, let's get his credit score up, and then you can use the GI Bill then. Yeah. Okay, cool. Then that's what I said. Okay, fine. We'll do it that way. So, but that's fine. That's fine. I don't want to sandbag. Her Technically, too much. my fucking HELOC that I've used for some stuff, it was, I mean, it's not a mortgage per se, but it is. From a legal standpoint, it's a mortgage, but the way it's written, it's obviously not a mortgage. But it's a variable anchor percentage. Well, it is now. It was fixed for the first, like, five years I had it, which was pretty goddamn good for a HELOC to get it fixed for the first five years. Yeah. But, um... I used to sign people up on those at work. Yeah. And I, I hated mean, them, but I'd do it. My HELOC is... Well, it, here's the thing, though. A HELOC is a terrible idea. Unless... You're very specific about why you have it and what you're doing yeah. with it. it. It's but it's a for me thus well, far. It's been a wonderfully useful financial tool. But now I'm particularly disciplined. I have run my HELOC up and paid it down multiple times. Yeah. It's not something that like burdens me. It's something that I take distinct advantage of 
for particular reasons right. and understand the risks and the, the cost involved. Right. I took, I took the HELOC out and I didn't realize it was interest only. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons why I sold the house I had. Yeah, I have a variable rate interest only HELOC. Yeah. But that being said, that's the only money that I owe on any residence. Yeah. So it's fine. I don't have a primary mortgage on my house. I just have that HELOC. Yeah. That so, like, realistically, it's an interest only. You know what? The only downfall to it is this. Fucker, the, the, only, the, only, the only real downfall to it, well, one of them is that you don't get a write off your interest on your taxes, right? Um, or do you? I believe I do. I'm not 100%, but I believe that I do. Because it is technically money that I owe against my primary residence, and it's interest that I'm paying on money that I owe against my primary residence. So okay. I do, I'm pretty damn sure we write it off. I'm not sh- certain, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's not, even if I didn't write it off, I wouldn't really fucking care that much. It's, it's yeah. you know, and honestly, the cost is, for the advantages that it allows, it is a very minimal cost. But if you're, you got to be thinking like a lot of people use a HELOC to do home improvements or to, they don't use it to like, they don't use it to further their business. They don't use it to improve their financial state. They generally use it to worsen their financial state for something silly. Right, and that's that's the problem with HELOCs is that most people will take it, take out a HELOC, and go, "Oh, I got a boat, and I redid my backyard water feature." Like, well, what I did was fine. Job. I paid off all my debt. Uh-huh. I put a roof on the house, mm-hmm. and um, I put a front door and a sliding glass door in autumn size. Yeah. Okay. And that was probably a good. Yes. Yeah. But, but then I, I did piddle a lot with it. I paid for a lot of my tattoos with it. Uh, <laughs> oh, a lot wow. of fun. I, the only thing I didn't get that I really wanted, but that's only because I got married. I was actually at some point going to put a solid plywood floor in the dining room of the, of the house mm-hmm. on Meyer. And I was going to put a huge... As opposed to like the fucking netting that you had over the floor joists or what? Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> I was going to rip the carpet out and put brand new flooring down there. Uh-huh. And I was going to put in French doors from the sliding glass door. Uh-huh. And I was going to put a huge fucking drum set yeah, in the dining buddy. room. And, uh, yeah, that never happened. And it would have cost me less than $4,000 with the drums that I wanted. Uh-huh. And it would have been most, most of that cost would have been cymbals and simple stands. This is the, the really the only question that I try to ask myself or have anybody or would encourage anyone else to ask themselves about their HELOC or any revolving line of credit is is your primary balance going up or going down? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good question. Yeah. Is it going up or is it going down? If it's going up, do you have a good solid plan to make it go down? So you only have two properties now. You have the house you're living in and the house out behind the house? I have, those are the two residential properties I have. The other stuff got rolled through a 1031 into that acreage, okay. the commercial property, cool. not this one. So I have these, that, this commercial property and that other commercial property. I took the residential stuff that I'd been doing and through 1031s reinvested in commercial properties. Okay, okay. That's a good idea, okay. Um, 
it, it, it will be. It will be. I think some a lot of the development on that piece of acreage um, up there will probably end up being, uh, at least some of it will be residential. So we'll still be in residential real estate space, but um, it'll be, you know, all a shit pile of units as opposed to like single family houses. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I'm actually, Autumn and I are actually talking about with with my stepfather passing away, we've actually been talking about selling my mom's house, mm-hmm. which is um, handicap access accessible. Mm-hmm. And so that's a bonus for the selling, selling the property and selling our house and finding a house where we can give my mom a private place that can private she can apartment have her own live. little fucking yeah, yeah like a can, nice apartment above right. the garage or like Something a nice like ba- apartment basement apartment or second or, story apartment or, or sell mom's house and take mother-in-law the like guest house or right. something like that well, yeah. or take the equity so ask mom to sell the house mm-hmm. and take the equity out of that and make a, a loft put a loft up in the house uh-huh. that Olivia can you know Olivia can sleep up there uh-huh. in the loft and give Olivia's room to my mom something you know but we have to talk to my mom too but I mean she's really stressed about money and how it's going to work and and uh, and she's she's Does she own her house now? she's 80 she has yeah she has a mortgage yeah. she's 80 and she has a mortgage? yeah did she end up with an arm too? no 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 Ken, Ken was a veteran. He's 100% connected. So she got a very, very good uh, GI Bill loan. So, um, and the house is worth probably double what it was she paid for it. Well, good. That's good. So, right now. Right now, yeah. Until the crash, another crash. Sell it right now, Bob. Well, I think I, we don't want to have her sell it right now because her house payment is under $800. Are we going to take her out of an $800 house with a dog and put her into an apartment that's a $1,200 monthly apartment because she has a dog? I mean, I might for a fucking year or two, yeah. I would, it's not going to take a year, though. I think if inside of fucking six months, you're going to be able to buy her house back for half the price. So, probably. Probably. Yeah, that's why I said that. Not because I think that, like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I fucking sold all those houses for a reason. Because I wanted to take that money. I didn't want to be sitting on that residential shit when it took a fat crap. I'd much rather put it into something that is a significantly better long-term um, project, long-term fucking development project. Yeah, that makes and that's sense. the only reason I put that in in fucking commercial real estate because commercial real estate's gonna take a fat shit too. You don't think that, like, commercial real estate's going to get hit hard with all of these fucking small businesses getting forced to close? Yeah. Fucking consumer retail spending is fucking in the toilet. Not low. It's in the fucking toilet. Yeah. Except for Amazon, if you can get a fucking order delivered. Well, yeah. People I talk to every day, I talk to at least five to seven people or more a day that I file a claim for them because they ordered something and it was either a scam or the company just never shipped their shit. Yep. They're a legitimate company well, and they just quit returning their calls and their emails because they don't have the merchandise to send. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, that's 
it all. And, and they don't return happens. the money. That's what happens when the fucking supply chain breaks down and everyone's hurting and fucking, yeah, dude, I, yeah. yeah, be careful. Yeah. So the same ad pops up in my Instagram that I happened to meet two years or a year ago, maybe two. Mm-hmm. Gibson filed bank or child filed Chapter 13 bankruptcy protection. Gibson guitar, right? Yeah. So within two weeks, there was an ad on Facebook that said, "Hey, we have we're overstocked on Gibson guitars. They're ninety nine dollars." Cool. So I found I know I fell for it. So I found one that I wanted. I ordered it. And within 20 minutes, somebody used my card to Hong Kong. Well, yeah, <laughs> duh. Because they don't sell fucking Gibsons for $99. Right, well, the same ads run across the Instagram and Facebook all the time. Now. And I need to start going in and reporting those motherfuckers because they're a fraud. Well, and Taylor yeah. Guitars and Gibson and... Yeah. We're overstocked. We can't sell these guitars. Yeah, no, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. If anything, you're understocked because you are fucking had to shut your factory down. Like, yeah, no, 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 you're exactly. not. No, you're not. Not overstocked. <laughs> no, you're not. Well, I won't do that again. Yeah. Anyway. Well. I think we're about done tonight. I think so. I think that there is significantly more to say on on the the underlying fundamentals of why people are rioting in Minneapolis and LA and uh, in Washington DC Washington DC and uh, Atlanta and Seattle and Atlanta yeah. and many many yeah, cities sure, around they, the there's country. a riot outside of the CNN headquarters yeah. in Atlanta um, I, there's a lot to be said about about what's going on and why, but I, it's not. I think for we'll leave it for tonight and uh, have have more to talk about next week. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, I think it's by the definitely way, definitely something I'd like to get back into. Though I want to touch on uh, the song I posted twice this week. I touched on. I posted the Facebook, uh, the Shop Talks Facebook, and my personal Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Sabbath Bob Rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I asked which Bob you follow. <laughs> so. Um, I want it. I, I think you should end it with the Martin Luther King quote. Okay. Well, I like that. Your, I like that. Put it on your phone, would you? What? Uh, yeah, I put it in Century Messenger. Said, okay. I uh, like I had said before. I don't. I wouldn't even say that I 100% agree with it. But it's it's beautiful, and I like it a lot, and I think that it's very poignant, and I think that it speaks to what we're going through. Yeah. Yeah. Violence is never real. I'm sorry. Violence never really deals with the basic evil of the situation. Violence may murder the murderer, but it does not murder murder. Violence may murder the liar, but it doesn't murder lie. It doesn't establish truth. Violence may even murder the dishonest man, but it doesn't murder dishonesty. Violence may go to the point of murdering the hater, but it doesn't murder hate. It may increase hate. It is always a descending spiral leading nowhere. This is the ultimate weakness of violence. It multiplies evil and violence in the universe. It doesn't solve any problems. Martin Luther King Jr. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Um, Thanks, Dan Pickle, for posting that on his Facebook page today. 
Um, it's, it's poignant. Um, I think it really goes back to the whole thing. I watched The Mass Singer, right? Dionne Warwick, who's a great soul singer, she's a legend. She had a song called What the World Needs Now is Love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She sang that song on The Mass Singer last week to fund the finale. Okay. And they had all the contestants, past and present, sing with her, okay? But it's what the world needs is love. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I and I, I think I'll try and find a good version of that, and of her, just her singing it. But she's got a great voice, and she was a great artist. She's a great artist. And also post again um, her song, Friends, with, she sang with Stevie Wonder, Gladys Knight, Whom I Love, and uh, Elton John. So um, we'll post a couple songs more. Um, didn't talk about any movies today, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but uh, this has been this is Bob and this is Jordan and this has been Shop Talks uh, please like and share join the conversation subscribe let us uh, let us know what yeah. you agree with disagree with or what you'd like to we are still not available on Apple that I can tell I'll check again this week but uh, please find us everywhere else yep, so. yep Spotify and Google and a Google Podcast Player and everywhere else so anyway, uh, and on Anchor as well, on the Anchor um, app as well. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening. Tell a friend, baby. Adios. Bye-bye.